You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. You know, tonight I want to talk to you guys about yes and amen, the power of agreement. You know, there are certain laws that we just, we just, can't avoid. I don't care how spiritual you are. I don't care how good looking you are. But if you jump off of this building without anything on you, well, besides clothes, but no parachute or nothing, guess what? You're going to fall. And even though you got a jet pack on your someone's telling me, oh, what if I got a jet pack on my back? And I go, eventually you run out of gas and you're going to fall. It doesn't matter how good looking you are, how spiritual you are. You're going to fall. It's called the laws of gravity. And there are certain biblical principles that are just laws of God that we cannot avoid. And the law of God tonight we're talking about here is the power of agreement. The power of agreement. Let's pray real quick. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again, that you are an amazing Father. So, Lord, we pray that you be in our word tonight. Speak to us, Lord, that you would give us guidance and wisdom from your word, we bless you now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. My friends, once again, no matter what you do, there are certain laws that we cannot avoid. And one law that I and my wife believe in so much and that we want to ingrain in this church, the startup church, is the power of agreement. The power of agreement. You know, your very Bible is a whole book of agreements. The the, the book, of the, the big Bible, is broken up into two spots. The Old Testament and the New Testament. The word testament means contract. is a testament. And contract is the old contract. And contract means agreement. The old agreement and the new agreement. And so the very fact our Bible is a Bible full of agreements. And so that with that aspect... It's interesting to me how some people feel like, I don't really need to ask for prayer for this. I don't really need to ask for help for that. But in the aspect is, is, is a law of the spirituality of agreement. 2 Corinthians 1.20, did we have it up there? Perfect. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ, and so through him, the amen is spoken to us to the glory of God. You know, it's interesting is that we were having our prayer meeting here before service. Before service, Angela likes to go on her, her, her uh, Instagram. And she has over how many fans do you have there? How many people do you have following you right now? 83. 83,000 people following her. And so people will go on that thing. And if you look at the past stuff that she's had uh, for our prayer meetings, <laughs> um, Probably about 8,000, 5,000 people are watching, hopping on there. So we have people coming in and submitting like, hey, pray for me for this, pray for me for that. And it's really interesting because someone said like they're needing prayer for their uh, daughter's IQ and some kind of cancer, brain cells and whatever, whatever, whatever. And I was like, I said, you know, I don't come in agreement with that. We rebuke that. And so here's the, here's the interesting concept. We can come into agreement 
with things that we may not want to happen to us. But it happens because we come into agreement. Does that make sense? So it's the aspect of, hey, you may have the facts. The doctor may give you the facts. But doesn't mean it has to be true. Two different things. Facts versus truth. Facts versus truth. So the fact is, the doctor says you do have these brain cancer cells in your daughter. And the fact is your IQ is probably going to drop down so low. The fact is, but the truth is, I am healed by his stripes. That by his stripes, I am healed. Amen. And so keep this in mind that there are things that, that maybe you have gotten negative reports this year. Maybe there are things that you are told by lawyers or by doctors or by this or that. Just because it's been said as fact doesn't mean it has to be truth. And what you settle for is what you get, unfortunately. And some of us here settle with the negative. We're told this, and we say, you know what, you're right, it is this. And what happens is, it just happens. Now you, now you get whatever it is you agree with. Because there, that's again, 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 it's the same thing, law of gravity. You can't, no matter how, how, how spiritual, good-looking, or whatever, you will fall on your face. And if you come into agreement with things that are not the things of God for you, then what happens is, you're going to fall flat on your face as well. You know, we go back to the story here of, of the, 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 the season of Christmas, is that Jesus, there was, a, there was an agreement that was made here. There's an agreement. Luke one thirty six. Even Elizabeth, your relative, the angel's talking to Mary, your relative is going to have a child in her old age and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month for no word from God will ever fail and if we hop on over here in Luke 1 41 44 we talked we talk about this last week when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting okay they came hey how you doing the baby leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord has come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. When Mary and Elizabeth came together, the babies leaped within them. And I talked about this last week, is that the very people you surround yourself with can be the very people that will help really excite and stir and, and leap within you, the, the passion, the dream within you, or it can constantly be stagnant. But so who you surround yourself matters. Who you come in connection with, in agreement with. But you know, it's an interesting fact here is that in Luke 1, 13 to 21, we, 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 we hear from the husband of Elizabeth. Remember, Elizabeth is of old age, the angel says, and so is Zacharias. Luke 1, 13, 21, which is what we're going to kind of focus on here tonight. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son. And you shall call his name John, and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. 
for he will be great among the Lord before the Lord, and he must not drink wine or uh, or strong. Uh, uh, sorry, must not drink wine or strong drink. And no, oh, and he will get. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb, and he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah. To hit the turn the hearts and the of, of the fathers and the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom and of the just, to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. Here's the response of Zechariah. So he, your your kids are gonna be great. Okay, your kids are gonna be awesome, pretty much. And Zechariah in verse eighteen. And Zechariah said to the angel, "How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife." Is advanced in her years. That's that's the nice way of saying she's old. Okay, so rather than saying to 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 to, 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 a, to a person, hey, he, you you kind of old. No, 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 you are advanced. <laughs> Praise the Lord, you are advanced. Okay, that's that's a good word to say. That's from the Bible. Praise the Lord. Okay, my wife is advanced in years. Hallelujah. And the angel answered him, "I am Gabriel. Stand in the presence of God, and I and I was." Uh, sent to speak to you and bring you this good news. And behold, here you go, and behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place, because you do not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time. And the people were waiting for Zechariah, and they were wondering at his delay in the temple. So this angel comes over and says, Hey, bro, you got some good news, man. The kid you have inside of you is going to be amazing. He's going to prepare the way of the Lord. He's going to do this. He'll be great. Everyone will love him. People will rejoice because of him. And Zechariah is like, How is this? I can't bear children. My wife is advanced. You know, we, we can't have kids. And the angel says to Zechariah, Dude, because you're speaking negative, you're not coming in agreement. Shut your mouth. And his mouth was shut. He was mute, the Bible says. He could not speak until the baby was born. He could not speak until the baby was born. My friends, there is power in your words. The words you speak over yourself, over your children, over your spouse, over your job, over your businesses. Be careful what you say. With your lovely baby, speak life into her. Speak, speak so much life. You're going to be amazing. You're not like, well, how do I know this will happen? Because you speak it. And you speak what you speak is what you get. And here's the thing. Some of us here tonight may have been spoken to negatively in our lives. Growing up from our, our families, our parents. Maybe some of us here have been speaking negative to ourselves Maybe even just an hour ago. So here's the thing. In the power of the name of Jesus, just stop it. Say, as simple as that, just stop speaking. Zachariah was shut full to shut his mouth. So some of you here, if you have nothing nice to say about yourself, stop talking about yourself. If maybe you have nothing nice to say about your spouse or your friends or your co-workers or your work, stop speaking. Well, what do you think of your job? I don't want to speak. 
Okay. And so, because some of some of you guys, I know, I know someone here's a queen of sarcasm. Like, oh, wow, my job's amazing. You know. So, we must understand this concept. It's so simple. It sounds so elementary, but it's so Bible. It's so Bible that the words we speak matter, and the words that we we say. You know, throughout Scripture, throughout Scripture, it talks about what you say is what you get. Matthew 18, 19. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on anything, uh, shall agree upon anything concerning anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them by my Father in heaven. That's not the scripture I wanted. But that's a scripture. That's a good scripture there. <laughs> but there's a scripture that says, Lord, Lord, teach us how to pray. He says, when you pray, say. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this right now, a little, a little bonus for you tonight, is that prayers are not meditated upon. Mm-hmm. Prayers are not, I'm driving my car, I'm praying, in your head, that's not prayer. I've never seen the Bible where prayer was in their head and silent. Mm-hmm. It was always spoken. Mm-hmm. Meditating is good. That's what that, The Bible says meditate day and night. Meditate on the word day and night. The Bible says that. But when you pray, say. You shall speak to this mountain. And it shall be speaking. But some of us here are speaking so much negativity. So as to speak negativity, guess what? You're also praying. You're also praying. You're, you're praying in some aspect. Some people, someone asked me this actually uh, last week. We were messaging each other. And they're saying like, hey, I, 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 I went to this palm reader. This palm reader was correct with things that came through. And I was like, well, this is what I believe. What, I, what, I, what, I, what, what my perception is of this whole aspect according to the Bible is that, yes, it's true. Because they're speaking over your life. So they're saying, yeah, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. But they're speaking that over you. And in some aspects, okay, not to get really weird about this, but in the rich, in, 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 in the occult world, they call that casting a spell. And so casting a spell is just funny because someone who used to be, used to be Wiccan, or at least study at least, I don't say they're Wiccan, but they're, they're you know, they, they told me, they said, oh yeah, it's casting a spell. In, in your terms, it's like prayer. In the back of my head, I'm like, girl, that is completely different, but I guess... Yeah, that was Casey, by the way. <laughs> she was back back in the days. Now she's so holy, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, and all that. But but she would tell me back then, oh yeah, I'm casting a spell. I'm like, you're casting a what? <laughs> and so, but in that aspect though, is that it's true though. There's truth behind that, because they're 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 speaking forth something they want to see happen in their life, and so they're casting a spell. My friends, greater is He that is in us. That he does in the world, so we must cast our spell, prayer, mm-hmm. unto God through Jesus, and say, in the name of Jesus, this 2022 shall be prosperous, shall be blessed, will inc- I'll get increase. And so, once again, Matthew 18, 19, again I say to you that if two of you shall agree on earth concerning anything, they shall ask. It might be done. No, it doesn't say it might be done. It probably will. No, it shall be done for them by my Father in heaven. My friends, here's this idea. 
you have this paper in front of you. And this paper in front of you is something I talked about last week, but it's something that my church in the past did up in the Bay Area. It's a 14,000 member church, MC Hammer was our worship leader, and it was a huge, huge church. And every, every single year, our pastor, Pastor Dick Burnell, would sit literally on his, a stage they built for him in the middle of the, uh, in the, middle of the aisle, and he, they would put a chair there, and they gave him a, a bowl with a sponge. And he'd get two hands and, and touch the sponge and touch the paper and touch the head of every person walking through. So it would be two lines. And one line go that way and one line go this way. So it's 14,000 people. It's a lot of people. So he would get his two hands and just be praying in tongues the entire time, touching on them. And as they went through this way, all the elders of the church, the big church, the big church, the elders of the church would, so Ed's right here. That's one elder. I'm right here. Another elder right here. And the people would walk through. They called out a prayer tunnel. And so the same thing, they would have oil and all these elders would lay hands on the papers and on the head. So people would walk right through. So imagine the people would come right forward and get, the, of course, the blessing from the bishop, the, the path, the main pastor dude. And then go down this aisle here or this aisle here. And as they're going through the paper, people are praying over them, saturating them in prayer, going down this whole aisle. And at first, when I first saw this, we were like, this is weird. You know, Angela was very, very concerned about her acne on her foot. Back then, she had really, really bad acne. I remember her asking me, it's like, can we ask if the oil is organic? Because <laughs> 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 when I touched her face with the oil and stuff, and, I, and so she's very, she's very concerned about all that. But anyway, this has the point. But <laughs> I said to Angela, we need to bring this to our church. And let me tell you this, I said this last week, every time we did this, every single thing that was written down came to pass. And it wasn't because of the magic paper. But what, be, what happened because of it is because of the power of agreement. So I give this to you now. This is this this we prayed over. We'll be praying over this stuff here in January 2nd. When we were done with our corporate fasting. But January 2nd, bring this paper back. Pray about it. What are the five things I'm believing for in 2022? And what are you believing God for? Again, I say to you, all the paper here, 1819, Matthew 1819. Again, I say to you, if, you were two, if two of you agree on anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. But here is the main point I want to bring tonight in closing. When Zechariah was given the word, you're going to be having this child. You're going to be pregnant with this, with this and Zechariah didn't believe it. He looked at the facts, but he didn't take the truth. The facts and the truth. You know, the children of Israel, the children of Israel were walking around this desert that should have taken them, I believe they said, 11 days. 11 days took them 40 years. Jews aren't good with direction. <laughs> 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 now they got Siri. Anyways, but listen, the Jews were walking around, the children of Israel were walking around the, this, this wilderness for 40 years, but should have taken them only 11 days. Why? You know why? If you look at the scriptures, all they did was bicker and complain. They bickered and they complained. They bickered and they complained. Your bickering and your complaining 
may be the very reason why you're still stuck in your rut. Your bickering, complaining, and your negative self-talk may be the very reason why you're walking around that wilderness and you're not, why am I still here? Why is this still a struggle for me? Maybe it's the aspect you got to shut your mouth to receive your breakthrough. Joshua 6.10 Now the children of Israel here now are, are, are to inherit the promised land of Jericho. But here's the command. Joshua 6.10 Now Joshua had commanded the people, Israel, saying, You shall not shout or make any noise with your voice until the day I tell you to shout. Then you shall shout. Meaning, don't you dare ruin this for us. Don't talk about nothing. Don't say nothing until as they're walking, they're walking around in silence. Because they knew, he knew, they ruined it with, their, with this. My friends, we will come in agreement with you and we're going to pray over you and we're going to pray over this, the five thousand years. What if I lose this? We'll, we'll, we print a lot more of these, okay? But we'll pray over this with you. But the very thing that will keep you stuck is your mouth. Is your mouth. And some of us need to repent about the words we've been speaking over ourselves, over our families, over our finances. Last verse is Proverbs 18, 21. The tongue has the power of life and death. And those who love it will eat its fruit. The tongue, your tongue, my tongue, has the power of life and death. You know, we are created in the image of God. And God's a creator. And when he created everything in Genesis... He didn't do it with hands. When he created the universe the earth, he did it with his words. Now, when he created man, it was with his hands because he wanted a personal touch with that. But my friends, you and I have the ability to create and we create with the words that we speak. And the words that we speak can be life to our families, to our finances, to our businesses, to our relationships, to our health, to, our, to ourselves. It could be life or it could be death. The question is, what are you choosing to do? And my prayer is that we would choose life. And I will call you out, Gage, when you speak negativity. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Tonight, I do not want to end. We do not want to end any of our services without giving you the opportunity to first off accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Listen, we're not preaching perfection here. It's not about perfection, but about connection. It's not about religion, it's about relationship. So tonight, you say, Stephen, I. I've been interested in dabbling and interested in this whole Jesus thing. But tonight, you know what? Yeah, I want to say yes to Jesus. I may not understand it all, but I want to say yes to Jesus. If that's you tonight, can you show me a flip of a hand? 
So we pray for you. Praise the Lord. And if that's you tonight, you're praying, you're, that you slip your hand and you say, yes, I want to take this Jesus thing seriously. Just pray this prayer with me. Everyone pray this prayer out loud with me. And we join them and say, dear Jesus, I come into my heart. I forgive me my sins. I claim that heaven is my home. God is my father. And I thank you for eternal life. I give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that prayer, please do come see me at the end here. I'd love to get you a copy of my new book, Living the Abundant Life. And my last prayer here tonight for everyone, everyone eyes closed, head bowed. If you say, Stephen, tonight I need to remind myself to watch my mouth. I need to remind myself of what I've been speaking over myself, over my family, over my business. I need to stop being in this wilderness that easily I should have walked through. But I need to change my mouth. If that's you, can you just peek at me so I can pray for you? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Father God, tonight for those of us who are here and who are busy running our mouth, God, we repent right now, Lord. And I pray in the name of Jesus that we would change our perspective and that we would be careful of what we speak. And God, that you would give us the wisdom, the strength to speak life, even though it looks like it's death, even though it's obvious it's negative, but God, that we would speak life into our dead situations, that we would speak to, to those that are that, that seem like it's, it's done, it's barren, we're, we can't have kids, we're, we're, we're advanced in age, or maybe we can't do this, we can't do that, but God, that we would start speaking life into our situations. So Father, we repent, and we say, Holy Spirit, give us the strength that this point forward, we will begin to speak nothing but positive, faith-filled words. And Lord, we pray that you would receive all the glory all the praise and adoration and we thank you in advance in Jesus precious name Amen Thanks for listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church For more information about our church text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303 Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast